Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Friday, and I'm here with Anna Navarro. And then later on in the episode, our pooch pageant winner, Sonny Hostin. This is Behind the Table. It is Friday. We are in the end game now for the 2023 season of The View. We got one more week to go. And last week, when you were here on the podcast, you were just about to go to the White House holiday party. I saw a picture when Corinne Jean-Pierre was here of you with the, the first family. How did it go? Oh, it was great. Uh, the, honestly, the White House has never looked that beautiful. Um, I, you know, I've been to a few of those parties, and this is the most beautiful I ever seen it. So the theme this year was, I think it was like wonder, magic, and joy or something like that. It was, so what the first lady tried to do, and you know what happens is the first lady actually picks the theme. Right. And then works with a bunch of people and they bring in volunteers who help decorate. And the point of this year's decoration was to capture the imagination and the wonder that children th- see the holidays through. So it was it was very whimsical and it was very childlike and it was beautiful colors. It was wonderful. Um, got to spend a little time with uh, the president and told him that I have a new campaign slogan for him. Okay, what do we got? 81 versus 91. He actually loved it, <laughs> loved it, loved it, loved it. You know, it's like, look, people are all, you know, with their panties and a wad over you being 81 years old. Okay, 81 years old versus 91 counts. 81 million votes, which is what he got mm-hmm. in 2020. Versus 91 counts. So that's it. You heard it here first. 81 versus 91. It I like translates it. into every language. Yeah. 81 en contra de 91. We got a slogan. It's that's be- my slogan. I'm sticking to it. It's better than Jeb exclamation point. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> uh, all right. So I saw you did, in fact, bring your best friend, Lee Traeger, as right. your date. Um, did he enjoy? Did he steal anything? Of course he stole things. <laughs> He was incorrigible. This, I've told him this is the last time I'm taking him anywhere. I don't even want him out in public anymore. First of all, he couldn't stop touching things. Really? Uh, yeah, and I'm like, you don't touch things in the White House. These are things of historical significance that mm-hmm. can break easily. And, you know, you'd have to mortgage your life, kidneys, house in order to... They're irreplaceable. And then, and he told me he had not stolen any any napkins he lied. Mm-hmm. Um, he stole a total of 32. 32 napkins? Yes. Wow. Uh, all over him. All right. We went to dinner uh, after the, the White House uh, with uh, Sarah mm-hmm. and uh, and Max, her husband. Sarah is dying to be uh, Lee's backup best friend, but mm-hmm. frankly, Lee much prefers Max, <laughs> who he is enamored with. Max is adorable. He's adorable. He's a doll. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. The uh, they're a fun dinner date, but uh, yeah, no, that's pretty good. I You've think... been to dinner with Sarah and Max. I have. Yeah. You haven't been to dinner with me. I haven't been invited to dinner with you. Oh, okay. I'm available. Okay. Yeah, Sarah and I uh, and my wife and and Max went to a magic show and dinner uh, at, at at Babo actually a couple months ago. 
Before we move on from the White House, as you've pointed out, I was not invited to the White House Christmas party. And uh, we had Corinne Jean-Pierre here, and I, I couldn't help myself. I, I couldn't stop myself because she saw me and was very kind and warm. Uh, and Brian, so good to see you. I haven't seen you. Gosh, I think it's been since the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And I said, yeah, you know, I missed you at the Christmas party because I wasn't invited. <laughs> she, she seemed very uh, shocked that I wasn't invited and promised me that I will get invited next year. So, well, you know, crossed. that night... Uh, mm-hmm. I saw Corinne Monday night mm-hmm. here in New York at a gala uh, that uh, where a friend of ours was getting a, an award and she showed up to present the award. And I saw her the next day at a Maestro Cares gala um, where I had invited the Secretary of Education, who's Puerto Rican, right? Mm-hmm. And he wanted Maestro Cares is this thing that Mark Anthony does. And I made sure both nights to tell Corinne, whatever you do, do not, do not invite, invite Brian, Brian Tedda. Yeah. I'll take your wife. All right, fine. That's Frank, all I care about. It's not even about you going. No, it's, it's all Heather wants to go. Going. Right. Yes. Take Heather to the White House. Let her get a picture with the president and the first lady, and then we're good. Um, tell me more about this gala, the Mark Anthony gala thing. This is cool. You know, so Mark does this gala. Mark co-founded a, an organization called Maestro Cares um, with Henry Cardenas. And it is... Truly an amazing organization. I, and I mean this because, look, I there's a lot of celebrities. There's a lot of famous people who have foundations and have charitable organizations that maybe exist on press releases only, right, right. Uh, and don't do much. A lot of them are like, you know, ego trips, i.e. Donald Trump, <laughs> um, you know, and that Trump foundation that, like, paid for his paintings and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mark's foundation, Maestro Cares, has built... Um, facilities, runs programs, uh, helps families and children all over the hemisphere and in Haiti and in the United States, educational programs, healthcare programs, provides scholarships. We heard from two scholarship recipients. Um, it's, re- it's really terrific. And he was giving awards to Queen Latifah. Um, I got to sit next to her. I got to tell you, she is a queen. That woman showed up like in a houndstooth, black and white, uh, veiled, burka-type-looking thing. She mm-hmm. looked glorious, and she gave a beautiful speech. And then Eugenio Derbez, who is a very well-known Mexican actor who's also done things in English. He has a new movie called Radical, which if you haven't seen, you should. In fact, we should have him on the show, um, was also receiving an award. And then Mark does a performance for you know the 500 guests who are there, so it's pretty special. Um, and it was, it's a, it's, I just, I love the organization. I am, I'm a huge fan because I see it. I see what they do. I see the kids. I see the facilities. I see the clinics they build, the schools they build. The, it's amazing. Now, here's a question for you I have to ask. In very poor countries. Right? It's, it's unbelievable. So what he did was in the countries where he would play, he goes, you know, he plays in Mexico and Guatemala and Dominican Republic and put all these countries where he plays in Latin America where he saw the need. That's where they started building these things. That's what was very, the question? It's very important because you're sitting next to Queen Latifah. You knew I was going back to this. What do you call Queen Latifah when you're seeing her socially, not on the show? Do you call her Queen? Do you call her Latifah? Do you call her Dana, which is her first name? Do you avoid saying a name because it's a little awkward? What do you do there when you're just conversationing with her? Uh, I call her Dana. Yeah, you do. I okay. mean, I call yeah. her. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, I don't know her very well. Uh, right. I think I may have met her once uh, mm-hmm. or twice, probably here. Um, like Whoopi would call her Q probably or something. You know, she can get away with that. But if you, if you don't know her that well and you're just chatting yeah, like, with her, yeah, it's awkward. I, I, yeah. I briefly considered your majesty, but then <laughs> I stuck your with grace. Dana. Yeah. I will tell you, she could not have been uh, more gracious. We laughed uh, a lot. Um, and, and she gave a really 
touching, poignant uh, speech. It was really nice of her to show up, um, and and it was wonderful. She, I've met her socially a couple of times. She's uh, funny, really funny. She's actually. hilarious. Yeah, she is hilarious. Yeah, and cool, obviously. Um, all right, tell me what's going on this weekend in Miami because uh, I'm I'm going to pronounce it wrong. So tell of me about you are. this. Yes. So every year. Uh, for about the last 20-some years, uh, there's this thing in Miami called Art Basel. Thank you. And it is so important for people to pronounce it correctly because there is no better way to prove your ignorance and uncouthness than saying Art Basel. Basil is what you make pesto out of. Yes. Basil is what you put on a margarita pizza. <laughs> Basel is this um, little city in Switzerland that hosts this bougie, fancy... Uh, international art fair where art collectors and bougie people from all over the world descend on on Basel, Switzerland. And so they have a second um, showing, a second art fair that happens here, and it happens in Miami, always the first week in December. I, I am not an art collector. I know very little about art. I don't want to spend money on art. I want to spend my money on margaritas and shoes. So I um I and it's it brings tons and tons of people to Miami. It's become there's also it's all about the parties. It's about the art and it's all about the parties and what parties you get invited to and what parties you don't. And people are comparing and um and traffic is absolutely <laughs> insane. So frankly, I'm going home and I'm not leaving leaving my zip code. Miami Beach is particularly bad, so I plan not to leave Coral Gables. Until I come back here. Yeah, I understand that. I understand but that. But I'm I, really happy. It happens in Miami. It brings a lot of economic benefit and, you know, and it, it brings a lot of fancy. It brings the beautiful people out in Miami. And now the, we know how to pronounce it, which is great. Art Basel. Art Basel. All right, that's good. Now, we have one more week to go here. Like I mentioned, it's the holidays on the show. Um, you know, we've got Darling Love coming on. You have to sing backup, which I enjoy making all of you do that. And we have uh, giveaways and Co's favorite things. So there's a lot of fun stuff going on. But, you know, you've, we've been talking about on the show and backstage, and you've been talking about this, how it's important to know that at the holidays aren't always happy for everyone. It's the first day of Hanukkah. We've got stuff coming up. But it, it's forced jolliness doesn't really work. What, what do you want to say about that? Yeah. You know, look, I think that particularly you're going to, you know, this one might, might make me cry. Um particularly for those of us who really have a hole in our hearts and who are missing somebody around the holidays, it's really, really hard. And you see, you know, everybody's happy and there's the music and the decorations and this and that. And sometimes your holiday traditions are no longer your traditions because, you know, in my case, my mom is now gone. It was really hard to get back into the swing of things after my, my brother died. My brother died over 20 years ago, and I remember how difficult it was for our family. Those first holidays... We actually um, left. We we went, you know, we traveled. We went elsewhere. We had never been with my brother because it was just way too painful to try to do the normal things. Sure. And um, actually, my mom's anniversary, and it gets me in a funk, like about a you know a, a week, two weeks. When December starts, I start thinking about it. It's it's on the fourteenth, so the day we're going to be filming the the holiday show, mm. and um, and I miss her. And you know what? I'm I'm not going to pretend that I don't miss her and I'm not going to pretend that I don't think about it and that it doesn't have a level of sadness for me. And I think that's okay. It's completely and okay. And I, you know, I talk about it with my friends. I talk about it, um, you know, with, with, with people because 
we, you know, not everybody has a Norman Rockwell no. perfect holiday. There's a lot of people that are estranged with, with family members. There's a lot of people going through a lot of sickness. This week I got a call. I was telling you, I got a call from somebody I love dearly, dearly, dearly. He's been a, a very close friend of mine. And uh, and he got a very tough health diagnosis. Very, very tough. And it's a reminder, you know, to take every day. That's why, listen, that's why I party so hard. That's why I work hard and I play hard. Because in Spanish, we have a saying, que me quiten lo bailado. Let them try to take away from me what I've already danced. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like how I uh, feel and I, how I approach life. I try to work very hard, uh, you know, commuting back and forth here twice a week. But I also try to play hard and have kind of like that and enjoy uh, some of it. So, yeah, so I'm running away for Christmas this year because it's just, uh, it, it really, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm going to have a pre-Christmas celebration Um and then Al and I are running away. Uh, we're going uh, to Africa, which is, as you know, my one of my very happy places. I always yeah. say to people, I'm going to keep going to Africa as many times as my body and my pocket can sustain it because yeah. it's a long, long schlep. But yeah, you no, know what I mean. I do completely. And I've, I've you know, I've uh, my, my dad lost his parents when he was very young. And I think he struggles around the holidays. And I think it's it's very common. And then coming out of COVID, so many people lost people recently. And I think it's only a couple of years ago. And uh, I think Sonny's talked about this with Manny losing his parents. Mm, and, and Yeah, and they they passed away right up. In fact, yeah. I remember Manny's, Manny's parents, Manny's mom, I think, passed away the day of my birthday, December yeah. 28th. So they yeah. passed away right on the holidays. Right. It was, yeah. So not only do you have the holidays, you also have your birthday coming up. And that's always hard not to have people around for that uh, do you do you enjoy your birthday at all at this time or you, you have you'll be in africa for it i loathe my birthday, you loathe I, birthday. I'm, I'm, I mean i'm like in the joy behar uh shut up about my birthday type of mm -hmm. thing i on the day of i don't like it right um like i see people who celebrate their birthdays for a month i'm like oh my god what's wrong with you but no i i don't like it on the day of but i like it you like a party right <laughs> So I like a party. I like parties. Right. I there's honestly it's very hard. Uh Mark Anthony has a song that's called Buena Musica y Alcohol. Good music and alcohol. Paya voy. There I go. I tell him all the time, dude, you wrote that one for me, didn't you? So yeah, I like I like a party. I like music. I like celebrations. Um but um I've actually you know, I've actually gotten better with birthdays. I don't some of the milestone ones were hard, right? Like uh, the 40th. Oh, my God. I cried on my 40th birthday. I felt I was getting so old. My ovaries were shriveling. Although um, my 50th was COVID. Right. Uh, or my mom had just died, actually. It was right before COVID, I think. And my mom, uh, or was it COVID? It was two years ago. What yeah, was, it was probably COVID. Well, it 21. was COVID, wasn't it? Yeah, 20. No. Yeah, I, 21. Yeah, we were coming out of COVID. Okay. And... Uh, um, and so the, the 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 other ones, the in between the milestones, I I, I don't okay. care that much. But in the milestones, yeah, forty, I cried because my ovaries were shriveling. Fifty, I cried because my ovaries were shriveled. <laughs> well, I I think that uh, the nice thing about it, if you don't enjoy, you enjoy the aftermath of your birthday because your birthday happens when we're on vacation. We'll celebrate it afterwards. So that'll I be fun. I love that I'm gonna. I actually, so we're gonna be on a cruise off the coast of Africa, which mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to. And we're going to do safaris and all those things. But I'm really looking forward. I really like the idea, I was telling Al, of being on a cruise 
for my birthday and for uh, and for New Year's. Yes. Because you have a built-in party right there. Literally, all you have to do is roll out of your room. You know, if you roll you all go. the way down the hallway, you will end up at a party. <laughs> and uh, it's safe. You don't have to drive, which I always hate doing around New Year's, sure. uh, you know, in a place like Miami. Um, it's, you know, it's wonderful. And everything everything is there for you. You don't have to think about the party. All you have to think about is what am I going to wear and how long is it going to take me to get from my cabin to my party? All right. So we've got we've got a little bit of melancholy now, but we have good things on the horizon. And we'll get that. And before we go... I'll get over it, I promise. I, I need to take your sadness and twist it into rage. What? Because we have to talk about the pooch pageant today. Uh, in, I, a, in a few moments shut after... Shut up. After we're done, Sunny will be joining us on the podcast for uh, her victory lap. Finally. Um, God knows she's lost every other competition every she's other engaged, com- I mean, she's I, been engaged in. I beat her in Jeopardy, and I beat her in the taco contest. But other than that, go ahead. No, I, listen, here's the thing. I know you blame me a little bit for this. No, I blame you for everything. As a producer, there's nothing I enjoy more than, than Sunny's. I blame you for everything. Listen, yeah. Chacha got robbed. Chacha is the only one there who actually knew a trick that yes. she actually does. Uh, Joy thinks Bernie got robbed. She thinks Bernie is like a, an Academy, Academy Award winning She's actor. She's furious, yes. Uh, I think Chacha got robbed. Frankly, I think Sonny, I think this was a pity uh, award because she had to come in with two hairy mastodons that slobber all <laughs> over the place. Her husband and her godson were dear, dear people really participating in this. And people like them. Right, yeah. and they were, I mean, so I think it's like, oh my God, she's brought in two horses and uh, so I think it was very kind. Oh, another thing, talking about dogs. Yes. I saw a headline the other day. I got a Google alert on me, and I was being accused of having stolen a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, we didn't really get into that. Because um, of apparently the vacuum cleaner. Okay, so go ahead. All Talk right, so this it. is Sunny again. Um, Sunny feels like, so basically Sunny has a vacuum cleaner that she's bought for her, uh, you know, her condo slash office that she keeps in the, in the building here. And uh, it's her own personal way of keeping it clean. So it disappeared for a long time. She couldn't find it. It turned up and she had inside what she believed to be dog hair that she thought matched in some places Bernie, in some places Cha-Cha. And so she was, uh, yeah, she was accusing. She was accusing either you or Joy of stealing her vacuum. Okay, well, two things. Yes, please. Number one. I don't even vacuum at home. So if you think that the one article I'm going to steal from a dressing room is a vacuum to vacuum my dressing room, you know nothing about me. Yes. That's number one. Number one. Number two, it is impossible for that vacuum to have been full of cha-cha hair because cha-cha is a hypoallergenic poodle who does not shed. Ah. Okay? Unlike Sonny's dogs who not only shed profusely, but slobber all over the place. I mean, Nikki was almost was gagging at the mm-hmm. sight of the slobber all over the, the floor. Nikki's so, our social media person. Uh, no, my dog oh, does not shed yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. My dog does not drool. Mm-hmm. My dog does not smell. Mm-hmm. My dog is a princess perfect. Her pronouns are princess majesty <laughs> bitch. And she does not steal anything. We do not steal in our household so that's all I've got to say about that. All right. That's a, a, a strong denial from Anna Navarro. I will pass that on. Um, also, I saw a couple of people asking on Twitter today because uh, I walked out uh, Alyssa's dog and people were wondering why. 
There's a good explanation for that. She was supposed to do, uh, the dog Herbie was supposed to do a trick that it just didn't do when I walked it out. It was supposed to greet her and perform a trick and it didn't happen. So that's why I was walking. The only dog there that actually performed a trick without having to be, you know, uh, uh, prompted uh, was Mm -hmm. Chacha Cardenas Navarro, who was absolutely robbed and will never, ever participate in any of your games (laughs) for entertaining purposes again. I understand. I'd like to point out. is going to be in her, you know, Mm -hmm. riding around in her new car in (laughs) Miami, listening to music, eating treats, and being fabulous. I forgot. You've exploited her. Listen, I want to point out again that it was Sarah Haynes that was the judge. And the. the... She said, I've told, I told her, she's, I've told Chacha, she is no longer allowed to kiss Sarah. Yeah. Chacha has, you know who needed to have judged that? Whoopi Goldberg. Well, Whoopi's very biased towards Chacha. We know that. Chacha and Whoopi love each other. Yes, and, and, and Whoopi's a cat person generally, but she and Chacha have a special relationship. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people who, who don't like dogs who, who only make an exception for Chacha. All right. Sarah, on the other hand. Mm-hmm. Dead to you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank and you she's for... not getting my best friend either. Thank you for joining me today, Anna. When we come back, our pooch pageant winner, Sonny Hafton, will be oh, joining me. I'm leaving. I'm exiting the building. Anna Navarro has left the building. See you soon. Thank you, Adam. (laughs) We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, 
and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we had to wrap up the podcast today with the champion of the pooch pageant. Drumroll, please. Please welcome Sonny Hostin. Yes! Winning! It finally happened after I've been here eight years and you finally finally won. Winning! (laughs) You always lose. Winning, winning, winning! This time you won. How does it feel to take home the trophy? There's a trophy. a winner! You are indeed a winner. Uh, I'm ecstatic. Just in case you can't tell. This win is causing me so much grief from the other co-hosts. You have no idea the rage. They were never going to win this. Not a single one of them thought that coming in today. They all came in 100% sure that their dog was going to win. Okay, excuse me. Mm -hmm. I have not only one, but two 150-pound Newfoundlands. Yes, or Mastodons, as Anna called them. (laughs) They are rare. Mm Mm-hmm. They are well-behaved. They do tricks. One dances with me. (laughs) Okay? How were they going to win? There was no possibility of winning against superstars. These are superstar dogs. In fact, one thing that I didn't get to mention on air is that Phineas, um, the brown Newfoundland, his great-grandfather won at the Westminster Dog Show. Yes, he's a Nepo baby. Okay, he's a Nepo baby, but more importantly, he's a champion. Well, he is, in fact, a view champion now. There, okay. No one can take this away from you. Okay. You have won. You've lost Jeopardy. You've lost Chopped. You've lost many things. But I shouldn't have lost any of those. I know, but you are the champion of the views, Pooch Patch. I thought you were going to ride out on them one, one foot on each I was as you came thinking out like about a chariot. It. I was yeah. thinking about it. But they're big, Mm -hmm. and the space (laughs) back in the stage was was small. So I didn't think I could maneuver them like that at the same time because uh, what people don't know about Newfoundlands is that they are used in Canada to, like, tow people off of mountain, like tug people off of mountains that are stranded. Um, They tug boats. History, it may or may not be real that there was a Newfie on the Titanic oh. uh, that was the captain's dog and t- uh, tugged people to safety. So these dogs can are really strong. And I, I like I there's they're good dogs. But when I handle both of them at the same time, they weigh more than I do. So well, I've got to be careful. It was it was a scene backstage. And, and <laughs> I mean, so like Anna, I mean. Anna blames me for some reason. I don't understand why. Well, I wasn't her dog the judge. came in second place, I believe, because of that 
interesting trick. I thought the trick was pretty good. The jumping into the bag trick yeah. was great. Bernie, however, is a grumpster. Yeah. And Bernie started a fight with my lovely dog, Harlow, who all she did was nothing. And I want to say something about Herbie, who kind of growled. Herbie growled? Phineas and almost tried to nip him, and all Phineas was doing was licking his face. Wow, shots fired. Shots so fired here. This the is, other um, hosts seem yeah. to have misbehaved animals. So Herbie was very scared of the of your dogs. Well, Herbie shouldn't be afraid of a dog. Yeah. They need to socialize Herbie. Fairly, I mean, to be fair, both your dogs could have swallowed Herbie whole. I, well, I mean, I just want to be clear about this. Herbie needs a little more socialization. All right, well, the, the shots have been fired here. But, um <laughs> It was it got, things got heated. I'm not going to lie. So I spoke to Sarah Haynes, who was the judge. Yes. About why she picked Phineas and Harlow to yes. win. She said their tricks were great. She loves your husband. <laughs> which doesn't seem fair. And she was also aware that if you didn't win, there could be consequences for her. So, this well, is, yeah, those are good reasons. These are good reasons. They, do, they do raise questions. They're valid reasons. I don't know why there are consequences for me <laughs> from the other host. That's what I don't really get. I had nothing to do with picking the winner. I'm. It was, but it was an. It was a clear win. Yeah. It was really obvious. And then the, the other judge lied about who he... <laughs> he, he blamed Sarah for all of it to you guys, which was hysterical. The CEO of the pet food company. That is a good company. Yeah. They, everyone seems to love the dog uh, food. The, the dogs love their food. Yeah. All right. So what's next for Phineas and Harlow? You know, I mean, now that they're winners like this, mm -hmm. I mean, Phineas certainly can be in the Westminster Dog Show. Um, I think that they could also be spokes uh, dogs mm -hmm. for uh, certain brands because yeah. they're obviously so gorgeous and they're they're champions. Yeah, they're champions. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm going to contact uh, an agent mm -hmm. and and we'll see. I mean, well, they are champions. It's very exciting. All right, we'll have to see what the next level of uh, view. I'm going to yeah. have to have another view contest. They're, of some they're kind good looking. Because, they're good looking. Yeah. No, I mean it was uh, it was a it was a very heightened day. As I said, not <laughs> since the split screen. In view history, has there been this much drama? Uh, thank you for being here. You know, there are losers and winners in life. <sighs> All right. Thank you, Sonny. <laughs> On Monday, please tune in because we've got a really special episode of The View where we're going to reunite the cast of the classic, iconic, trailblazing sitcom Taxi. Tons of big stars. We've got Danny DeVito, Tony Danza, Christopher Lloyd. We've got Mary Lou Henner, Carol Kane, and Judd Hirsch. It's going to be really something special. Please tune in. And then after the show, I'll be on the podcast with Sarah Haynes. If you get a minute, leave us a review. Follow the podcast and let me know what you think. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Behind the Table is executive produced by Brian Tedda. Supervising producers are Nathan Getty and Summer Shake, with production assistant Emily Darcy. The vice president of ABC Audio is Liz Alessi, and the executive producer of podcast programming is Laura Mayer. Special thanks to Lori Hogan, Susie Liu, Meg Fierro, Enza Dolce Nini, Josh Cohan, Ariel Chester, Frankie Perez, Audrey Mostek, and Dana Schaefer. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. 
From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts.